Recorded live. Good morning, everyone. This is Roberta Holodic. I'm sitting in for Judy Greeno as she's not here today. So you have me and Stephen, a little bit of a treat. It's Thursday, November 5th, 2015. Before we get started, we want to remind our listeners that AIM Energetic Balancing is not healthcare or medicine. It does not diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure disease. EMC Squared Spiritual Technology assists you 24-7 in healing yourself by removing energetic imbalances. When discussing imbalances that have the same names or some that are similar as diseases, we are talking about energetic imbalances only and not about actual diseases. Energetic imbalances are vibrations and consciousness on the spiritual plane. Okay, with that out of the way, Stephen, how are you this morning? How am I? I'm okay. I was better <laughs> 10 minutes ago. Why? Because uh, I kept trying to get on this call. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, uh, you know, so it's the AIM program, and it is not medicine. It is not um, anything of that sort. It is nothing but life. Absolutely. Um, and it does not attempt to deal with or control anything but life. Oh, that's and, true. And death. Because you can't say life without saying it's polar opposite. You know, they're they're a matched pair. Well, yeah, nope. that's true. Okay. So that's true. Welcome to it's a nice Las chilly Vegas. morning here in Las Vegas. How about yeah. you? Oh, it's nice. It's nice. It's chilly. It's overcast. So welcome to the life and death hour. It's fine. <laughs> well, let's make it more the life hour and let's have some fun and talk about some of the new things that you found this week. I can't remember what the last one you guys talked about last week, but I'm assuming that it would be uh, the last one you would have talked about would have been 8767. Am I correct? Yes. So the first one we have today would be 8718. Yeah, but you didn't wait for my answer, but okay. I'm sorry. It's okay, because I never know. I ask Judy what's next. I know, and I'm asking you. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, that's very good, you know. It's like, How's it feel? Well, it, it, it's, it's like the legion of blind explorers. We can't see. We're going to have to find a new country. Well, that's terrific. <laughs> How will we ever know? I don't know. Well, I think before we get into specifics, we should speak a little bit more about the generality, the reality of it. Okay. <clears throat> now, I don't even, don't even know where to begin with this. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I will, in the future, find some new hereditary imbalances. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be, I believe, I believe. Now, I'm not, this is not a done deal yet. Mm-hmm. I said that I expected everything to be healed in everyone who was eligible for it by right before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a big statement. I mean, it's big when you consider we've only been waiting, what, 20, 20 years? Yeah. So, um, and uh, of course, every year I say this is the year, so I don't have all that much credibility, but I should, because every time I get nailed and caught, I 
that into my system so that I can't make that mistake again. And then life comes up with a new mistake for me to make, and I jump right in. Mm-hmm. Um, with everything I've learned in the last couple of decades, I think fundamentally this is going to be it for fundamentally everyone on AIM. There's always going to be, in people I check, there's going to be an hereditary disease that's unique, special, just for that person, some mutation of sorts. Well, that's okay. I mean, but that's that's always going to be a possibility. But I'm talking about the rule. The stuff I find that I then look and say, okay, who else on AIM has it? And plenty of people do. That stuff, I think, is going to be the end, which makes me feel very much like I've opened a window and discovered that I'm peeking out on the universe and watching it unfold in front of me. Some kind of really weird kind of private eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're in the same position. You just don't think about it the way I do. But we are in the same boat, you no, and I. Um, maybe you won't think about it. Probably not. When you do that, you get all, it gets you bugged. You don't like no. that. Stuff. No, it doesn't. But in our work, it is. You know, we have to keep looking. <laughs> have to keep what? We have to keep looking. You know, that's what it's all about. Well, we are doing what we do is look, find stuff, and deal with it. Deal with it so that we help people. We don't ever deal with it. We help people heal whatever imbalances we find. Mm-hmm. We help them heal by forcing them to focus on what they need to heal. And when they focus and focus and focus, they will heal it. I would say whatever it is, anything, but it's not really true, almost anything. We are still bedeviled by parasites, without a doubt. But let's get away from that. So here we are, and it's getting closer and closer to just before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> there are still things being detoxed on a fairly broad level. Uh, so with that background, we'll get into it, okay? We're well, starting at 87.18. Well, I think we should start at 87.67, because th- I'm not sure that you guys discussed that one last week. So let's go with 87.67, and then we can move forward. So we should have 87.67 it is. We should have five. Um, every single thing um, that we're going to talk about this morning, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five. Well, there's six starting at 87.67. Okay. Um, I think there's one from last night that you're not aware of. Oh, okay. All right. So there's one I need to add this morning. Okay. Well, then let's yeah. start with 87.67 then. And that right. one you found on October 29th. 87.67 was October 29th. Mm-hmm. That and was last Thursday. Everything's Rickettsial, and so here we are. Okay. What's it like? Well, I know what it's like. Because mm-hmm. the first thing, what's it most similar to in the world? My pet 
disease, <laughs> strep rheumaticus and propionic. So you're sleeping well and your thumbs feel great. Um, better, 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 better. That's good. Um, but I'm still detoxing, and I'll get into that very shortly. I'll tell you about that. But so that's what it's most similar to, Sepramaticus probioni. It's also similar to MS, always a pleasure and joy. Um, it's similar to syphilis of the joints, which is no problem unless you feel like moving at all. And last but not least, it's similar to cancer of the adrenal medulla. Adrenal medulla is the part of the adrenal gland that makes adrenaline, mm -hmm. epinephrine. Um, and so, if you don't, if you make too much of it, you're like wired and nuts. If after a while you will burn out the adrenal, and you will be completely just there, and you'll feel like if you never move, that's cool, because you need adrenaline to keep going. Right. So anyway, um, that's 87.67. It is gone in everyone on the AIM program in whom it should be gone. Okay. Which means so people have been on AIM long enough and sure. don't have any special uh, limiting uh, situation like parasites. Frequency of parasites, yes. Okay, so now we're going to go on to 87.18, and this one you found on November 2nd, or we added it on November 2nd. So November 2nd was Monday, so most likely this one you found over the weekend, I would think, right? Absolutely. Um, and it is, uh, once again, Riccetio, and similar to three things. First of all, it's similar to cystic fibrosis. I think all these things, these hereditary imbalances, especially we're getting at this deep, deep, deepest level now, what they're similar to is relevant because it's, what they're similar to is kind of what happens to old people. Oh, and now, do old people have a respiratory problem? Every single one of them. They go into the hospital for a hangnail, they end up with pneumonia. It's just part of what getting old seems to be. And yet, once again, should it be part of what getting old seems to be? Would it be if there was no hereditary imbalance limiting respiration? Mm -hmm. So that's the big question. But anyway, this one is similar to cystic fibrosis. Also similar to Brilliant Serena, okay. which is in the brain, but primarily it's in the skin. And it causes intense itching. You had any itching, by the way, lately? Um, a little bit. Not too much, just my scalp, sort of. Yeah, and that's all you ever get that really itches. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that. I, on the other hand, am a big walking itch half the time. The third thing it's similar to is lymphatic syphilis. Lymphatic syphilis is primarily, not always, but primarily in the throat. Um, when you have oral syphilis, uh, the first thing it encounters are the lymph nodes. 
the most external lymph nodes, of course, are the tonsils. And then tonsils are kind of like hen's teeth right now because uh, the medical profession decided to cut them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right below there are all the lymphatics in the throat, and they're swollen. They swell up. Uh, so that's the three, cystic fibrosis, Breuer, serena, and lymphatic syphilis. Okay. Uh, it's the frequency uh, that we found, 87 and 18, is similar to those three imbalance frequencies. So we fondly say farewell to 87, 18. And I think that's probably, is that done in everyone in whom it should be done? Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Oh, that's good. What was it, November 2nd? Yeah, it was November 2nd that we added it to AIM, so that's pretty oh. quick. Yeah, what's today's date? Today's the 5th. Is it gone? Everyone in whom it should be gone? Yes. So it was not that strong. It was quick, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Which brings us to uh, 8728. Okay. And now we're getting right into modern times. Uh, when did we find 8728? We added, to, uh, added it to AIM on November 2nd. Okay. Uh, is it still present in people? Yes, it is still present out there. Um, so what is it? I know about this because I found this in me. And in a moment, you'll understand why. <laughs> uh, it's Rickettsial, but then they all are today. Sure. Uh, what is it most similar to? Rat bite fever. Uh, now, in my experience, rat bite fever, you know, it's a drag, but mm-hmm. rat bite fever, that frequency I find is usually caused not by rat bites, but by insect bites. I don't know how it started, but insects get it. I mean, they get it from the rats. It's the same way that fleas get bubonic plague from the, the rats and mice and squirrels and all, and then they bite people. Mm-hmm. And so the circle continues. Right. So it's simply a rat bite fever, which is a very, 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 it's a, it's a fever to be sure, but it's a very bad skin thing. Very strong, itching, big rash. It's a problem. Secondly, it's similar to my, my fond old friend, Streptomaticus propioni. Well, Streptomaticus propioni, very simply. Streptomaticus is usually rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, but it can be rheumatic fever, which is in the heart. More commonly, it's in both places. But it is not, in my experience, in the heart strong enough to have really bad heart disease. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, just mostly interrupted sleep, right? In the heart, yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes you sleep. Well, yeah, it's because you, it, it inflames your heart. Mm-hmm. Sleeping is a mini hibernation. Yeah, so you sleep and for a couple hours. If your heart's a little inflamed, mm-hmm. yeah, as soon as you're not exhausted and your heart's a little inflamed, you wake up for no apparent reason. Right. Um, and it's a drag. But anyway... So that's the streptomaticus propioni. Propioni, by the way, is a skin disease primarily. Right. And the last thing it's similar to is B&B. B&B 
is Bacillus cereus, Babesia bovis. Bacillus cereus is in the lower back. Babesia bovis is in the hip joint, usually one hip joint. And uh, as such, it's the cause of most hip joint replacements. It was pretty interesting, too, with this one, because when I'm checking the emotional ones, I haven't come up with anxiety on any of these in quite a while, and this one was an anxiety was the um, emotional component, which was kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know. I know you don't like to talk about the emotional ones. No, I don't mind talking about it. I think everything is an emotional imbalance. Uh, if you want to see it emotionally, and it's physical, if you want to see it physically. Right. Uh, and some people feel things more emotionally. Some people feel them more physically. I uh, know. I don't mind talking. I think that's really the case. Yeah. Um, it just depends upon upon you. Right here in my house, you know, it's fairly rare for Eileen to feel stuff. Well, she'll feel it physically, but not much, not appreciably. But things affect her incredibly strongly emotionally. Mm-hmm. And if we have the exact same thing, I don't have I don't have any emotion about any disease mm-hmm. other than like, you know, irritation or something. <laughs> but I mean you're supposed to be if you're sitting scratching Yeah. You can't stop itching, you should be irritated unless you're an idiot. Sure. That's well, how I, I see it. Well, I know for myself, and I've talked about this on my calls before, but I always feel everything emotionally first, and then the physical comes later. But it's always like if I'm catching a cold or something like that or whatever, it seems like a couple of days beforehand, if I look back on it, I'll notice that for the couple of days before, everything is overwhelming to me or whatever, some kind of you feel kind of emotionally down, whatever you want to call it. But mostly for me, it's I feel overwhelmed with everyday things that I do on a daily basis that I can do and with my hands tied behind my back, basically. Well, I'm used you know, to doing them, but then you get this emotional thing, and then I notice that a couple of days later, then all of a sudden you get the runny nose or, you know, you realize that, oh, wow, you know, that's what I got. And it only lasts for, you know, a day or two because of AIM or whatever. So then we're off and... We're done with it. But I always know for myself, the emotional components are always really important for me. Well, to quote a very famous movie, um, uh, a gentleman has more important things to do than have emotions. <laughs> Thanks. You know what movie that is? No, I don't. It, it's Beckett. Oh, okay. And you've seen it because you've seen it with me. Yes, I have seen it. Okay. Um, but uh, it's just, it's the way it is. Some people have emotions, and I'm just kidding about it, gentlemen, because there are certainly many men who have emotions to the extent that they're serial killers or whatever. Um, but uh, personally, no, I don't feel many things emotionally. But I'll give you an anecdote that you'll find. Right now, I checked me yesterday morning and I've been having some trouble lately uh, checking because the needle it's like like the jitters you know so I've got to compensate and take a breath let it out and I can start back in 
until I get it right. It's been taking longer than usual. As of yesterday, suddenly, the jitters were gone. Hmm. And the probe I was holding was as steady as a rock. And the results were just that steady. Hmm. So I can speak and laugh about emotions, but that's an emotional response that is gone. Very good. But but then I did it like a gentleman. I never was aware of the emotion. (laughs) (laughs) Until you just said it. So now we know you. Well, now we know that you do feel the emotions because you just told us, so now we've got something for our arsenal. (laughs) But they they just don't bother me much. I've trained myself not to give a damn. Yeah. Well, when you're testing, you can't. Yeah. Very good. I mean, men speak of it with pride. Women speak of it as being something ludicrous. (laughs) Same thing. So, but anyway, either way, that is 8728. Rat bite fever, streptomaticus propioni, and, and B&B. And B&B, but it's a little serious, and BC Bovis. And it's still out there. Okay, we still got it. Are we still, still working on it? Uh, but anyway, these things will all be gone Soon. by the end of the weekend, I think. Wow, that's so much but faster. I, well, but I gave myself uh, some slack. I said... Before Thanksgiving. Okay, so that's giving myself quite a bit of slack. Absolutely. So now, after 87.28, we have 87.38. This again we found on November 2nd, or we added to A on November 2nd. We found it in me again. Uh, Because you are the poster child for Stepromaticus. That's right, Propioni. And I had that, and... I was up. I was, excuse me, detoxing two hereditary imbalances. They're similar to Stepromaticus propioni. Excuse me. And I was up in the middle of the night. There's not even a trace of sleep in me. I was tired, but it didn't matter. Uh, What else was it like? Well, it was like Kent type TB, which is respiratory. I noticed some little shortness of breath. But I mean, um, wasn't that big a deal? I did notice the glands in my throat were very swollen, and what was that like? The third imbalance it's similar to, and that was the frequency of strep of um, syphilis. lymphatic syphilis. Yeah. Uh, the glands were swollen, as I said. Um, so that's that. It's still out there. It's still happening. Uh, so we're still working on that one. It's still, when we look at how fast we clear things now, as opposed to back in the day when we were taking drops, it's so much faster. Well, there are several reasons for that. One of the reasons is that this work is so much more powerful than it ever was. Mm-hmm. Um, but another reason is you're talking about us and we're much healthier than we were. Mm-hmm. We may not feel healthier, but our life force is way up high. And life force is what you use to heal yourself. Your consciousness must act on that life force.
going for us to use the heal ourselves. It's that simple. So that brings us, as I said, to 8748. Mm-hmm. 8748. Well. That one we found on November 4th, which was Wednesday, yesterday. Right. And this, um, well, first of all, it's, it's like tularemia to begin with. Tularemia, well, that'll keep you awake, too, you know, unless you're a bedwetter, because it's urinary frequency and urinary urgency. And uh, if you are detoxing that, you may be up every 45 minutes or so mm-hmm. to pee. It's just, that's the way it is. And that's what tularemia is like. Uh, it's also in the bladder meridian. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bladder meridian is the muscles up and down the back of the legs and above all in the back. And it makes you stiff and achy. So that's tularemia. It's also similar to cystic fibrosis. Now, with this cystic fibrosis imbalance, uh, I noticed this one because Eileen had this, and she told me she had this big, sharp pain in the middle of her chest. And her mom, she got it from her mom. Her mom had the same pain. Her mom went to the hospital, and they couldn't find anything wrong with her heart. It might have helped if they had looked in her lung, because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. She has a she has a history of heart disease, so as soon as she feels anything in the general area, right? If it's within two yards of the heart, she goes never heart. <laughs> so well, I um, can imagine. I probably would be the same way. Probably you would. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 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 anyway, and with Eileen. But she knew it was her lung because she it was the uh, cystic fibrosis in there was strong and causing pain in the lungs. It was mm-hmm. strong, very strong. Uh, and the last thing was B and B. Here we and, go again. Um, here we go again. Yes, and that's, you know, there's the low back again. It's weak, sore. Yeah. But it will be all better. So that's eighty-seven forty-eight. We have one more, okay. and okay. that is eighty-seven fifty-eight. Okay. And eighty-seven fifty-eight is the last one found thus far. And what's it like? Well, it's like tularemia to begin with. Nope, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Oops. To begin with, it is yes, it is like tularemia. So both of these last two are like tularemia. And whereas the 8748 was tularemia and was also like cystic fibrosis, this one is most like tularemia and also like Mycobacterium ulcerans. Well, you know. We're concentrating on lungs and bladder, aren't we? Yeah, well, the bladder and then the lungs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and then it begins to deviate. Um, it's also similar to prostate cancer. Uh, Now, people who have prostate, the frequency of prostate cancer, uh, people who have prostate cancer have a history of uh, frequent and urgent urination also. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
So you wouldn't be able to tell the difference too well. But now you're dealing right, you're getting into this genitourinary area. Right. Okay. And last, but never least, is the frequency of B and B. Wow. So uh, this one was very similar to the previous one, with an additional little kick thrown in. That kick being the frequency of prostate cancer. Right. Which I would say is not negligible, but there it is. Right. So that is what we have thus far. Now, it is what it is what it is. What we don't know, what we're staring at, mm-hmm. peering at, is two things. And it's one coin, two sides. Number one, is this the last big imbalance for the AIM population? Uh, and I still keep getting every sign that it is. That is a big statement. The same coin, I've said this all along, and I can't prove it, but I'm sure of it. Mm-hmm. Once we get rid of all of our imbalances, the same imbalances that the general population does still have, because they've done nothing to, and sought any help in helping them to heal whatever they have, I think they'll come to fruition, and I think this is, um, I hate to say it, but there it is. I think this is going to be the beginning of the thinning out of the herd for humanity. Oh, gosh. Certainly for, well, you've heard me say it, you know that. And certainly for the United States, for this part of the world, and the Western world, and even the Western political world, it's going to be true in Australia, it's going to be true wherever it's urban and Western. It's going to it's going to be true. So Australia is a Western country politically, and is it urban? Well, whatever the population is, they're all in, in a few cities, and that's it. Because Australia, and you know, I've been there a few times. Mm-hmm. Outside of the cities, nobody lives there. Nobody can live out in the desert there. The outback, you know. Well, the Aborigines live there. That's about it. I mean, it's very, you know, it's very, very, very sparsely. It's just like there are people in Death Valley here. Mm-hmm. What you wouldn't call a population center. No, probably not, because it's pretty no. hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot enough here in Las Vegas during the summer and cold enough in the winter. I couldn't imagine being out there where it's even right. hotter and colder. So That's right. Well, yeah. remember, you live in Las Vegas, but I mean, you live in an artificial climate. Everything about your life in Vegas is artificial. You get up in the morning in your air-conditioned house, mm-hmm. and uh, you then get into your air-conditioned car mm-hmm. and drive to your air-conditioned office. Pretty much. Working, you step outside of the house, and in like 15 feet, you walk into the swimming pool. Um, Uh, I've been at your house enough, and I know that. And um, 
in nature, you just don't have these things in Vegas. I mean, yeah. Vegas is is this lush resort in downtown Vegas, which is the Strip. Outside of the Strip, uh, they've just basically passed a law, if I recall, saying you can't have any grass. Well, grass doesn't grow in the desert. Duh. It's yeah, the newer simple. houses. You, yeah, the newer houses. You can't put in grass, and they're trying to get everyone to go into desert landscaping, um, which you should, because it is a desert. Because it's a desert, exactly. Absolutely. Right, and uh, I like desert landscaping. I don't like grass anyway. Because mm-hmm. grass grows too fast, you got to cut it and all that crap. Whereas if you have some yuccas and some, you know, uh, cacti. Well, well, definitely. Up, and they're just sparsely here, there, 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 and there. And then you get some nice fine gravel and throw it on the ground and um, stepping stones. And it looks beautiful. It looks like the desert. And uh, I like that. But that's a, that's mm-hmm. just something I like. Well, um, they're anyway, so that's beautiful. That's not the point. Mm-hmm. Let me point out something to you, though, okay. that I think you'll find really interesting. Right. I, I spoke about it to the facilitators on Tuesday. I don't know if you heard yeah. or if you checked it. But let's see. Let me go over to here. And I check the news every day. I check a bunch of news sources. I check medical news. I check this news. I check a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I check popular stuff, too, like you know, Drudge and Google, et cetera. Sure. All right. Now, two days ago, when I was looking at Google, I saw something that said, wow, here we go. Just as we're about at the very end of the imbalances in people on AIM, mm-hmm. which is a cross-section of the, of, of the country, for sure. Right. Maybe, maybe the world, for sure. All right? Okay. Uh, well, here we have, here's this article in Google News. Death rates rising for middle-aged white Americans. Study finds. New York Times. Something startling is happening is happening to middle-aged white Americans. Unlike every other age group, unlike every other racial and ethnic group, unlike their counterparts in other rich countries, death rates in this group have been rising, not falling. And it goes on and on to say, uh, this is bizarre, it's weird, it doesn't make any sense. There's only one thing that it's similar to in, in history, is what they can see. And that is HIV and AIDS. Mm-hmm. Well, they're kind of buzzwords, I know. And we like to avoid, we mostly like to avoid buzzwords. Right. But uh, I've been saying that what has been happening out there has caused an absolutely universal immune deficiency. By universal, there's always going to be somebody who, for some reason, is different, but Fundamentally, it's an immune deficiency. And an immune deficiency means everything hereditary becomes ragingly active right away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this is the time when it's starting. And uh, I have no idea how to stop it. The AIM program helps people heal what they have. But we're not going to have... Uh, 
Well, it definitely helps with that because if we can clear out all that hereditary stuff, then if we acquire any of this other... Well, then, I, know, I know it does, but how many, how many Americans are there now? Um, is it 650, 700 million? I don't, I don't know the exact number, but there's quite a few. I know it's not, but uh, I think 650, 700 million. Okay. Uh, you're not going to have them on the AIM program. They all AIM should program. be on the AIM program. It would help a lot of the issues that we were having, uh, emotional they, as well. If they all went on, mm-hmm. uh, you might have the result of a population explosion where starvation would be fairly imminent. Because there's too many people. The planet already can't support the people on it. Well, let's not get into that. <laughs> well, you have to get into whatever is there, my dear. I understand that, but I always, you know me, I always like to be on the upside of the coin there. Well, I know you're a little Pollyanna, <laughs> but that's not the point. The point is what is happening. Sure. So um, I think that this is a big part of it. On the other hand, here's the good news. If you just have maybe, oh, just a lousy million people mm-hmm. on the AIM program, that won't affect what happens throughout the world at all. Mm-hmm. That won't affect the numbers anything other than a little tiny nudge, mm-hmm. nothing much else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're one of that million or 100,000 or whatever it is, it'll sure affect you and your friends. Sure. Well, it's definitely a great tool for for people to to use, definitely. And I think if we clear out, like you're saying, if we get to the bottom and we clear out all of these hereditary frequencies and say you don't find any more and we're to the bottom of our barrel, then we'll be able to work on all the other stuff that's on AIM, which is those enhancing frequencies for our gray hair and wrinkles. Those are really important things. <laughs> And the emotional components. I mean, we've got a lot of other stuff that is on there that it seems like we always focus on more of the physical stuff, but then there's those other components that are are pretty amazing that Uh, we have on this program. Gentlemen, I have better stuff to do than I have emotions. I'm sorry. Uh, But we all need it. By the way, the population of the U.S. is about 319 million. Okay. 214. That was way off. I was thinking of 6.5 to 7 billion Worldwide. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, wow, we really exploded there. Well, it was really um, nice to chat this morning, Stephen. We're winding down for our call today. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. Yeah, well, on that note. It was fun to chat with you. I don't usually get to chat with you on, uh, I'm not on the calls with you, so... This is kind of a different thing this morning. I'm sure everybody will be glad when Judy's back next week. She has a little bit more. Uh, she's good at this. I don't do it enough, so. No, well, it's okay. It's not like you're just sitting, giggling and drinking, you know, lattes. No. You're working like hell in the office. Oh, you run good. the entire office, and that's a lot to do. It but, is. Um, Judy, yeah, Judy does the calls, and she's good. Uh, I think that what we're talking about, I know I'm kind of cynical and all that, but am I right or wrong is the question. 
this is not about my personality. It is about information. It's about what the messenger has to say. Sure. And I believe I am, and we are, yes. messenger. We and are. I, and I think that that is the reason for these calls, not my sparkling personality <laughs> or, or your sweet personality, um, but the information. Absolutely. Uh, just, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, yes, we are to, to bring out the information and give everybody a choice and let them think for themselves. But um, definitely. We've got some new frequencies, so I'll add this new one this morning. I'll call you when we're off this call and get the get what I need so I can get that added to AIM this morning for everyone and get it in the newsletter so that um, the newsletter will be coming out tomorrow so that everyone can see what we've been up to. And um, you also have your interview from Boomer Times, which was a really nice interview with Anita Finley which we've got added to the newsletter this week. It was a really nice interview, so that's something that um, everyone can listen to today. So, well, Anita also starts talking about what you've been saying is happening. Everybody's getting sick. Yeah. And well, uh, we do have she's not her. Time. She feels great, but she's been on AIM for ages now. She's an amazing lady. I like her a lot. And I love listening Maybe to her. She's a sweetheart. I like her. Yeah, she definitely is. She lives in that beautiful state of Florida. Anyway, well, I guess, well, I love Florida. Um, I think we're we're running out of time here. We'll go ahead and um, wrap up today. It's been a pleasure, Steve. I enjoyed um, having the call with you today. Always Sorry, I didn't pl- have... <laughs> Always a pleasure with you, Ray. That's why we lived together in the past. I understand. Wasn't well. enough of a pleasure. That's why we don't live together. <laughs> <laughs> Be that as it may. Anyway, I will always love you, and you'll always love me. We both know that at this point. That's and so, uh, I will on, talk to you on a different a line minutes. in a few minutes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us today. And watch for our newsletter that will be coming out tomorrow. And have a great weekend, and we'll, talk to, we'll hear you. Uh, we'll be back again next Thursday with Judy. So thank you very much. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye.